Hi, this is Alyssa McNamara-Reed, and I will be your host for the next two hours. Allow me to introduce myself. I am a certified financial planner practitioner and an investment advisor. I am co-owner of McNamara Financial Services, Inc. in Marshfield, Massachusetts. McNamara Financial is a federally registered investment advisor, and by my definition anyway, is a true family business. We work with clients like you every day, regular people that need help making sound financial decisions or people that want one less thing to worry about. I work with clients for a fee based on assets that I manage or an hourly or flat fee for creating financial plans. I am not compensated via commissions unless I have the pleasure of helping someone with their insurance needs. There are some things worth paying for and perhaps a lifetime of financial security is one of them. I of course cannot guarantee that working with me will ensure a secure financial future. McNamara on Money has been a call-in talk radio show since 1990. I love hearing from listeners and there truly are no dumb questions. In fact, I like the simple questions because everyone should have the answer to those. Just don't call me asking for the next hot investment or which market is going to outperform this year. Number one, that's not the nature of this show. And number two, I have no idea. Any advice I give to a caller is meant to be generic in nature and should be verified with his or her own financial professionals. You will hear about a variety of topics on this show that relate to investments and personal finance. We try to cover topics that people can relate to regardless of their net worth or financial situation. And of course, we try to keep it interesting. I would crunch numbers for two hours or spreadsheet cash flows because I'm a total math nerd, but that wouldn't much make for good radio. Instead, I choose to educate people on topics surrounding big financial events in life, like marriage and divorce, kids in college, death of a loved one, career changes, and of course, retirement. I once heard that it is a smart man that knows what he doesn't know. I'm sure it was my dad that said that, and I'm also sure that it applies to women. That is why I invite guests onto my show that have expertise in different areas also related to personal finance. I feel it's important to note that the opinions of these professionals are not necessarily the opinions of McNamara Financial or any of its advisors. As long as we are on the subject of disclosure, I should note that while we may discuss investments and or markets on this show, that past performance is not indicative of future results. Thanks for tuning in. Good morning. You're listening to McNamara on Money, South Shore's very own financial talk radio show. My name is Kirk Reed. Uh, in the studio today uh, with special guest, uh, Ted Dixon, uh, CEO of Dixon Associates. Uh, good morning again, Ted. Good morning. <laughs> I was like, I was like Ted, right? And I was like, you were just like, all right, staring off. And I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, all right, and we also have uh, Mike McNamara uh, joining us uh, from lovely southwestern Florida. Good morning, Mike. Still standing by, Kirk. It, you, you look great. Um, <laughs> so we've been chatting about, you know, so Ted, uh, Ted's business, uh, is, you know, employee benefits. Uh, we've been speaking about, uh, a book that, that he and some, uh, colleagues, uh, recently published. Actually, when, when was the book published? Uh, I just got the hard copies about a week or so ago. I was going to uh, say it is warm. It was yeah, still warm. Yeah. yeah the digital copy was released just before Christmas and, uh, that's the one that went bestseller. Uh, yeah, I saw that on here and I was like, can anybody just like slap that on there? Or is that, is there, is there a true, <laughs> what are the metrics for that? I don't know. Yeah. Where's the compliance department in the uh, book industry, right? Yeah. Okay. This is all, yeah, this is award-winning uh, radio show that we're producing here today, Ted. Yeah. Yeah. You get my award. <laughs> Ted, I, um, to get my, my head around this, I, I'd like to try to do a summary, okay, in my own words of uh, the, the, what we've been talking about, if that's okay. So, so yeah. as I understand it, um, where the way to, to, to decrease costs uh, on health insurance is to basically cut out the middleman insurance companies and have employers large enough 
or associations of employers large enough to do direct uh, negotiations with healthcare providers. Uh, and because we have the, the uh, technology and perhaps enough aggravation to think about doing that, uh, th- th- this is a, 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 I'll say a, a beginning trend that looks like it's got some legs, uh, hopefully going down the road. And uh, th- that okay so far, Ted? Uh, all of it, uh, Mike, except for the size. Uh, okay. We can do this with groups of two or more. Okay. Uh, I was talking about organizations of smaller businesses. Okay. Thank you for that. Yeah. No, not even, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. even those two life groups, really? we're not, we're not yeah. necessarily bringing them to an association plan. Now they okay. are, they are, really? they are, okay. they are partnering in, in a different pool than most other two life groups. I uh, see. So that, Hi, that is Highly true. chlorinated, right? Uh, a yeah. a yeah. highly chlorinated pool. Yeah. So my, yeah. my, you know, my firm of eight people uh, and your firm of, uh, how many in uh, 12, McNamara? I think. 12, 12. Yeah. 12. Yeah. So, yeah. so we can both be doing the same thing. And because we're both partnering with an administrator and there, there's still insurance involved, right? We still need to insure against the unexpected. So we're still purchasing insurance, but we're buying that insurance not from the Blue Crosses of the world, the Harvards of the world. We're buying that from actual stop loss companies. Uh, we're doing that through an administrator who has agreements with these stop loss companies. But because we're going into a pool where we say, hey, we are not going to use Express Scripts for our pharmacy anymore. We're going to use a cost plus pharmacy benefit manager who is transparent. You know what? Gonna, that's yeah, yeah. where the, we're lever- that's the leverage Mike and the, and that's where you and I uh, McNamara Financial and Dixon Associates are getting the better prices cuz we're both raising our hand to those underwriters and saying, "Yeah, we get it. We're going to do this the right way." Uh, okay, that can be done that, immediately. That, that's on the drug side. What about on the service side for do, do hospitals services and things like that? Where, where's the leverage there? Yep. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, so just recently in the last year uh well he's been he's been brewing this for uh quite some time but the, there's a, uh, a a doctor right here in massachusetts on the north shore in middleton dr mark alara uh dr alara saw this from the provider side he said this is crazy how this works he, you know he has a business and it, he has a very thriving uh uh, dir- uh, not direct <laughs> primary care facility in Middleton with about a hundred employees, and and you know he saw it from both sides as both an employer and a provider that this is crazy. So, Alara Care is what he started, and they will they will uh, bring groups as small as two lives onto Alara Care, and on Alara Care you'll work with an administrator who will process the claims. So you're not doing that. Uh, they're the ones that you're going to send your premiums to, right? And and those all those premiums go to do is to pay for the administration of your plan. Uh, they pay for the insurance in the background to protect against claims that are unexpected. Uh, and they, they then they pay the claims, right? But there's no insurance company involved. And Dr. Alara is going to doctors all around the state and saying, hey, will you accept a direct payment from McNamara Financial, just their 12 lives, uh, for their care? And the doctors are saying, yeah, I don't have to file. 
uh, the paperwork. I don't have to negotiate with Blue Cross. You're just going to tell me, you know, Blue Cross pays me $125 for a visit. You're going to pay me $115? I'll do it. What? Uh, so, like... So, Ted, yeah. I'm, I'm a small business owner. Okay, so you're saying that the dollars that the business comes up with and the dollars, uh, the premiums paid by our employees, the, the, the total of those dollars is actually smaller. It doesn't get larger. It's just that we have new names and new reputations to, that we haven't heard before that we have to get used to. Is that, that okay to say it that way? Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, on these... Um for somebody, you know, for somebody to say that they're willing to work with, you know, directly with these smaller companies, mm -hmm. but there might, must be some kind of risk for them. I mean, like, what if the companies don't pay or, I mean, how do they, you know, what's, how does that work? It's a great point. So, uh, the way it's going to work with Lara Care is if, it, and of course, not all doctors are going to accept Dr. Alara's proposition, right? They're going to say no, but mm -hmm. that then we're actually going to wrap this with Cigna as a network, okay? So your company, you're, you're going to go to a, to, let's say you're going to South Shore Hospital for your MRI, and they've told Dr. Alara to go pound sand, right? <laughs> okay. well, 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 they have an agreement with Cigna for, okay, this is what an MRI costs, and when you go get your MRI at, at South Shore, you're going to still have your $2,000 deductible, so you'll probably have to pay 2000 out of pocket for that MRI. But if you are going to think about it and go to Shields, that Shields MRI, who may well have established a, an agreement with uh, Dr. Alara. And, 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 and when we do this kind of plan, guys, we're, we're not just leaving you on your own. You know, uh, the employee isn't there saying, I don't know where to go for my MRI. What does it cost? Yeah. You, you, we, this has to go along with a concierge service. And again, it's one of those things, higher quality actually drives costs down. So we're able to in for the premiums that McNamara Financial is sending in, we're able to pair you with a concierge service so that when Kirk does need his MRI, he calls the concierge service and he says, where should I get that MRI done? And they say, well, you can go to South Shore and you'll be under the Cigna network and it'll you'll cost $2,000. Or you can go to Shields where we've negotiated a direct contract and you have no deductible. Hmm. And... Do you think Shields likes the fact that they don't have to chase Kirk around for his $2,000 deductible to get paid for that MRI? They love it. Mm -hmm. They get their money fast. They're not filing a, a, a big, long claims process with, you know, United Healthcare out of Minneapolis. Uh, so, like, what does that bill look like? Do they, I mean, do they, uh, how, how do they, how does that process work? Sure. When you walk into Shields, you, you still have a benefits card that gives them a 1-800 number and, and how to process the claim. And they have experts that do that. They they file the claim with your administrator, okay. right, uh, in, in the Alara Care uh, 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 world, we use a, a, an administrator called WellNet, uh, well-known administrator that does thousands of self-funded plans. But Mike, you don't need to be a 400 life group uh, to work with WellNet. You can be a two life group, and we can put, we can have you with that administrator. They'll pay your claims for you. I but the but the money for that MRI comes out of the pool of money that was created by McNamara the company and McNamara the employee, basically, and you're, and it's still cheaper. Than going the other way. That's that's right. Okay. Um, just as, uh, as a, a stupid question, um, you know, you've all you keep mentioning it's got to be two or more. So why why can't you do it as a single? 
we're talking about group health insurance. Yeah. And okay. and, and yeah, there are. Uh, you know, if if I'm a if I'm a one man show. Uh, Dixon Associates is, it just has one person on the plan. We can have a corporate health insurance plan, uh, but the, the insurance carriers don't really see it that way. They see you as an individual life, and it's just a little different. I just, yeah, I mean, what's the difference between one person and two people? I mean, in my mind, you know, yeah. it's like... You Twice know. as much administration. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, uh, uh, maybe we'll get there eventually. Uh, that's what your next book should be about, that, yeah. right? <laughs> All right. All right, put it, write yeah. it down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, so I, I just wanted to, you know, bef- before we, you, you asked who, who do we work with uh, for clients, and yeah. I, I just wanted, you know, folks, folks to understand that this is available now. Um, and well, it, it, you've made it perfectly clear. If I'm a single person, you won't talk to me. So, well, thank, yeah, yeah. So, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> but but if, if you're a single person that works for a 30 life group here in Massachusetts, you might go to HR and say, hey, you know, should we? be talking to Dixon, and uh, I would just have folks jot down the number um, 1-833-455-0669, and you just text Dixon to that number. So that's your, that's your, that's your business number? That's our that's our uh, text response okay. uh, line. So again, it's one 855 Zero six six nine. Uh, you text Dixon. Uh, we'll reach out to you, and don't be afraid. I'm not going to come into your office and talk two hours about uh, fiduciary pharmacy benefit management. We're going to take some time to get there. Uh, but you want to start having this discussion either with us or some uh, a consultant that you trust, uh, because let's face it: if we continue to deliver you six percent increases year over year. It, it, Think about what those premiums are going to be in the year 2030. And if you think that's sustainable for your business, then no need to reach out. If you don't see that as a sustainable solution for your business, we need to at least start the conversation. Um, all right. So do you, uh, do you want to chat more about the pharmacy benefits? Is there more, yeah, Kirk, is there more meat Kirk, on that? Yeah. Kirk, before he goes there, can I just ask one question that for uh, for Ted's comment that may or may not be related to the to the show here? But Ted, you used the word concierge a couple of times, and I personally just joined a concierge medical practice down here in Fort Myers. Uh, do you have any comments on those kinds of practices? Uh, is this a trend or not a trend, or good or a bad idea? I think it's a great idea, and it, Mike, I would I would guess that the reason you join that concierge uh, medical group is because you want to spend some more time with your primary care doctor uh, and, and the current system just, you know, seeing your primary care doctor once a year for seven and a half minutes isn't working for you. Uh, yes, and I have her cell phone number. Yep. My, my concierge is called uh, Urgent MD. That's my, that's my, that's my concierge. <laughs> well, you, you, you bring up a great point, Kirk, with Urgent MD. Right? <laughs> Whatever it's called. <laughs> Watch out, Kirk. Watch uh, out now. Yeah. And Mike, you bring a, a great point up with, um, with concierge care. So first I'll speak to Mike with the concierge care. Um, you're exactly right. And that, that is one of Dr. Alara's theories is if we can reverse engineer the current equation and have you spend more time with your primary care doctor, he's got amazing stats at how that how much that drives down the cost of surgeries, uh, hospital stays. It's just just by inverting the equation, we're driving costs down. Yeah. Uh, 
Good. The, the, the primary care physician basically acts as a gate, gatekeeper, and if you need to go, there you go, and if you don't, there's another way to solve it probably right there. Is that, is that the way it works? Exactly. And, and then I go to uh, Kirk's point about uh, urgent MD. You know, there's a substantial part of our population who, you know, they're working so hard. They don't have they don't have time to go see their primary care doc. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah. don't get me started on that. Okay. <laughs> and, and the primary care doc doesn't have time to see them. It, it, does, it doesn't have time to see them. And, and and an urgent care visit that's fifty bucks. Okay. And in well a, spent. A, at a, in a time of COVID, that's exposing myself or my kid to all those germs. Sure. Okay. What if I could get a doctor to come to the house mm. at no cost? Zero dollar company. Tell me more. So we now have in Massachusetts a service whereby you go on your phone, uh, Miss, Mrs. Employee who has three kids at home, uh, it's a Saturday, you get Saturday and Sunday off and then you're back to the rat race on Monday. And you, you, the last thing in the world you want to do is bring your, your daughter with a, a, a cough into the doctor. And telemedicine's okay, but it's not not great because you you can see this welt on the back of her throat that's not going to be able to be seen through a phone, right? Mm-hmm. What if you can have a doctor there within 24 hours to your house to just diagnose your daughter with a strep throat, and now you're 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 ordering from CVS a delivery of a Z-Pack for your daughter. Never left your house, didn't cost you a dime. We can plug these things onto any health plan now, and think about the cost savings that that delivers to the health plan. So, better quality, lower cost. It's a pretty simple equation. Pretty, pretty amazing. And, and it exists. It's, it's a pretty cool concept. All they did, this has been done in nursing homes for years, right? We don't take people out of nursing homes when they're sick. We bring care to them. Well, some bright people said, well, we, why don't we just expand this to employer-sponsored yeah. health care? Sure. Uh, it makes sense to me. I mean, yeah, if, 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 if the dollars work and all that stuff, I mean, as, as, a, as a user, yeah, if we can make things more convenient. and But also, yeah, if that also makes costs lower, I mean, it seems like a no-brainer. It, it, and isn't it crazy that doesn't that expose the fact that how expensive and how stupid expensive our system is that we've come back to the point where house calls are the best way to, to diagnose these things? You know. I, yeah, I guess things go through trends, right? And it just it, things have just been chugging along, as we said. And and now, yeah, it's got maybe gotten to the point where people are like, "Hey, this this isn't working," and and I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, Kirk. When you're on the cutting edge, it's always scary because you don't know if it's going to work or you're going to start bleeding, basically. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that goes back to my first point, Mike, um, and and why. You guys kind of see this as maybe future, and, and I agree. This is a this is a long conversation because it's it's so outside the mindset of most of the people I talk to every day. Uh, but you, but we we go to the current situation. Um, I have had more nonprofits, more small private schools uh, approach us in the last six months than I've had in my first twenty years in business. Why is it that they're coming to us? Well, you know, they they don't they can't get a ten percent increase in their health insurance and go out and sell another couple cases, right? Get another couple clients to to cover for that, right? They're nonprofits; they have a fixed income. Uh, yet their employees are saying, "Hey, if you don't start paying us more, because the, the the forty thousand bucks that you're giving me." Uh, every year 
is going, it's not going very far anymore. Yeah. Uh, so where are they going to get that money? Uh, well, I would argue if you're a hundred life group and you're spending on average uh, $13,500 per employee per year, you're sending that to Blue Cross Blue Shield. You're sending Blue Cross Blue Shield $1.3 million every year, right? There's there's $300,000 there that you could redeploy right. back S- into your employees' significant, Yeah, significant money we're talking about, yeah. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, so there was a question. I Yeah, can I ask you that? Sure. Okay. I didn't want to put you on the spot. No, um, no, not at all. So can you, could you explain to folks listening how, how Dixon Associates get, makes money, how, how you get paid? Yep. So uh, let, let me take that full circle, Kirk. You're a, you told me you're an RIA, correct? Correct. So you're paid a fee for service. Correct. And that's typically buried within the, it's, 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 it's oh, we transparent. Don't, we don't bury it. We don't it's tra- bury it. It's transparent to your employees, but it's, it's baked into their costs to do business with you, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. We have, you know, if we could give away our services for free, we would, but... <laughs> But we can't. Yeah. Yeah. Right. No, Nor can you. Nobody should be asked to do that. Yeah. yeah. Although, you know, we, we, that's, a, that's a topic for a whole other day. Sure. Um, yeah. Our, ours work much the same way. So in a traditional insurance plan, when, when I'm working with a client who has Blue Cross and Blue Shield, for example, uh, they pay their premium dollars and Blue Cross pays us on a per employee per month basis. They pay us per head on your plan. Uh, uh, so like, um, a, like a commission or a, yeah. however you want to phrase that. Yep. Yeah. Commission fee. Yeah. Um, now, when we're working on one of these, uh, we call them next gen plans, right? Okay. When, when we have you with an independent administrator, we just tell the administrator, okay, bake into their administrative costs what they're consultant slash broker fee is going to be. Okay. And that, that is also done typically on a per employee per month basis. Okay. So it's, it's very similar. Okay. Um, one thing that we have been doing recently, uh, more and more, uh, I've been having this conversation with groups that are a lot larger than the typical group that I uh, that Dixon Associates has worked with over the last 40 years. So we, we typically work with groups of 25, 125, maybe, maybe five, 600 lives from time to time. Uh, I've, I've started talking to groups with 2,000, uh, a, a group just, a group reached out to me last week with 130 lives on their health plan. And they said, uh, tell us what, how you, how these strategies have worked for, for groups of 130,000 or more. <laughs> that gave me a good chuckle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I responded to them. I said, you know, Dixon Associates is never going to be your broker. We're not going to provide services for a group of 130,000 or more, okay. but we will work with you on a consultative basis. Okay. Uh, so we'll come in and uh, set up a, uh, you know, we're going to charge you X amount of dollars per year um, to work with your current broker, you know, the Mercers, the USIs of the world. Okay. Uh, we'll work side by side with them to implement a fiduciary pharmacy benefit uh, arrangement. Okay. So we, we work through that whole spectrum on, on payment. Hey, Ted, uh, j- just a heads up. Uh, I, I know we had a, 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 an agenda here that we've blown out of the water completely here. So uh, we're, we're coming up on a break, and I just wanted you to know that uh, you, you feel free to rearrange the agenda that we have for you if there are some very important things that you want to cover before the, the, the next half of the hour is over sort of a thing, okay? So you have complete leeway to rearrange whatever you were thinking about given the fact that we spent uh, three quarters of the time on one of the, one of the topics, okay? 
Thanks, Mike. This, this, this is kind of like my golf game. It's all over the place. Uh, <laughs> there, there, there you go. Okay. <laughs> but we eventually get there. Okay. Exactly. I, it, it, might, it might take me eight strokes to get it in. but <laughs> That's right. It, you know, it happens sometimes. Yeah. It happens. Um, all right. So, yeah, we really only have two or three minutes. Um, so we can chat about, yeah, I mean, if you wanted to kind of wrap up, if you can, you know, the pharmacy benefits, you know, or kind of like a high level or, or things that we didn't. Yeah, let's talk. And and I think uh, the pharmacy benefit world is a perfect example of what we're talking about. Let's talk about the the CVSs, the Express Scripts, the Optums of the world. And uh, they have, if you, all you have to do is Google them and see, you know, how does a pharmacy benefit manager make money? Okay. I have no idea. They have several hundred buckets by which they make money. Spread pricing, uh, coupons, rebates, all kinds of different ways in which they make money. Uh, it never goes back. If it, the, the way their contracts are written, it's not going back into the employer-sponsored plans account, therefore your employee's account. It goes into their own, and, and they're going to share some of that with the insurer. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Optum is a wholly owned company of uh, United Healthcare. Uh, CVS owns Aetna. Is that the tail wagging the dog? Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, it, all you have to do is look at those contracts and say, well, that's an equation. And, and I would say there's about a dozen pharmacy benefit managers out there now, or more, uh, including Mark Cuban now, who have said, let's just take that equation and reverse it. And instead of those coupons, rebates, spread pricing going into the pocket of the pharmacy benefit manager, let's charge the client a fair price so we can keep our doors open and return those monies, all those hundreds of buckets of revenue, return it to the employer-sponsored plan and guess what? That ultimately goes back into the employee's pockets. What what a concept. Um, <laughs> Pretty simple. In, in our, Kirk, in our world, that's called soft dollars. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. So I think we're just about coming up on a break here. Uh, so we've been chatting uh, this morning with Ted Dixon of Dixon Associates, uh, located in Duxbury. Um, and uh, my name is Kirk Reed uh, with McNamara Financial. Uh, we've also had uh, Mike McNamara uh, from, from McNamara Financial uh, down in sunny southwestern Florida. Uh, when we come back, I think the uh, the topic, you know, maybe uh, Ted can kind of explain to us, uh, you know, what uh, what a good, quote-unquote, health insurance plan might look like, uh, you know, from a little, uh, you know, with some, maybe some details. Um, all right, so we will be back uh, in just about uh, a couple minutes. This is Mike McNamara. If you're looking for a financial advisor, start by asking him or her three questions. Number one, are you a certified financial planner practitioner? Number two, are you legally held to a fiduciary standard of care for your clients? And number three, do you only give financial advice and not sell investment products? These are all simple yes-no questions. If he or she doesn't answer yes quickly and starts talking, that's a no, and it's time to move on to another advisor. We are back. Uh, good morning. You're listening to McNamara on Money, the South Shore's very own financial talk radio show. Uh, my name is Kirk Reed, uh, and I'm joined uh, remotely this morning by Mike McNamara uh, down in Florida. Mike, how are we doing? I'm waiting for the show to get over so I can go on my bike ride, but I'm doing good. Thank you. Uh, okay. Is it, uh, is, it rain- is it sunny today, I assume? Chance of rain? Yeah. 
It's going to hit about 78, and it's a good morning for a bike ride. So I'm looking forward to it. 78, uh, yeah, that's uh, that sounds terrible. Um, <laughs> that wasn't rubbing it in. I was just making just it Just dreadful. Oh, I know, yeah. <laughs> I can't stand poor, it. Poor guy, poor guy. <laughs> Uh, yes, as, as you may or may not know, I'm heading to Phoenix uh, tomorrow. So I heard that. I'll I be, heard that. All I'll right. be sharing in on some of your nice weather. Uh, Already. Um, all right. So we have been joined, also joined today uh, by Ted Dixon uh, of Dixon Associates uh, in Duxbury. Uh, we've been speaking about uh, employee benefits, um, mostly uh, health insurance, uh, f- uh, you know, up until this point, and that's probably where we're going to stay. Uh, and that's perfectly fine because that's probably, you know, that's a biggie. Um, so uh, Ted uh, Ted and some uh, colleagues uh, have recently published a book uh, called Life and Death Decisions in the C-Suite. Um, so we've been speaking about that a little bit. Um, and where can people get that book, Ted, if they'd like to do that? I, I would ask them they can come to our website, uh, www.dixon-associates.com. They can order it straight from there. Uh, I believe it's still available on Amazon, uh, and you can send a send me a text to one eight three three four five five zero six six nine. Just text the word Dixon D I X O N, and uh, we'll be in touch. Can't can't be any easier than that. <laughs> um, all right, so we've got you know this last segment here uh, to go, and. I think, you know, what we're going to ask you, Ted, to do um, is kind of talk about, you know, what, you know, what, what does or maybe what should, uh, you know, a health plan look like, you know, for, you know, for a, for a company, uh, you know, um, you know, small to small to medium size, I guess, companies uh, is kind of what, what you work with, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, any size. Any size. Okay. Any size. All right. Um, yeah. So let's kind of you know, get into that. Yeah, and this really does fit for any size business. Thanks to a lot of the uh, folks who wrote this book. Actually, um, you know, a year ago, uh, the, this style of plan was not available to groups of fewer than 25 lives. Uh, but some of the folks that helped write this book got together at a conference last year and they said, how can we uh, rebundle an unbundled healthcare plan. So when we're working with larger groups, we, we kind of custom pick the pharmacy benefit manager. We might custom pick the medical management. We'll custom pick the uh, the, the the network that we work with. Uh, what these guys did was say, say well, let's, let's rebundle that as a singular package and bring it to groups as small as two. So that's been great to have those conversations with... Uh, Can you throw uh, in uh, internet as well? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> uh, oh, as, as part of the, yeah. the, the service? I just, when I hear the word bundle, that's what I always think. Oh, I always oh think right, of, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. I, I hear you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm and, just uh, spewing. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Uh. But, uh, but yeah, so, so what does that plan look like at the end of the day when you have a real, you know, a Rosen Hotels style health plan? And it goes uh, back to... And maybe, maybe you could just... Cause you know, for people just joining us, what does that mean? The yeah. Rosen, yeah, yeah. So we were talking earlier about Rosen Hotels as kind of the uh, gold standard, the unicorn in the industry of the best health insurance uh, plan that's out there because they run at uh, about forty percent less expensive than the average health care plan in the United States. Uh, their employees get amazing care uh, at very small copays, if any, uh, no deductible. Uh, 
Um, and and the, the biggest thing is it solves the problem. Why, why are we talking about health care more than 401ks today or life insurance? And it's because it's the biggest problem, I think. It's one of the big, largest financial problems that we have in our country today mm-hmm. is the fact if you're, if you're a family earning $100,000 a year, it's great, great income, right? Uh, and yet you're paying for half of your family health insurance premium. So about $1,500 a month is going out of your pocket towards just premiums. And you have a $4,000 deductible of that's after tax dollars that you might have to come up with in a medical emergency, $4,000. That that could bankrupt that family. That's a problem. That's a significant percentage of mm-hmm. that $100,000. Yeah. yeah. After tax. Yeah. Um, and that is a significant problem. So w- w- what's the fix? Well, A, we need to bring the cost of that premium down. Uh, B, we need to offer that group, uh, that family, a plan with zero du- deductible, ideally. How do we do that? Uh, I would argue you start by unbundling the plan. So. First off, you can bring in uh, a a medical management company. Now, people in New England hate the word management, right? We're Yankees. (laughs) We don't like management. But what if you just turned that term around and called it concierge? What if you had a partner uh, who you could call and say, hey, Kirk, my doctor just told me I need shoulder surgery in July. I have no idea what to do. And that person was to guide you through the whole system. Let's face it, not only do I have a $4,000 deductible, but I'm so confused as to where I should go, sure. what I should do sure. uh, when I have a medical issue. Well, go see Dr. Mac- McNamara. I heard, he, I heard he's good. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. McNamara is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, but I need somebody who knows that, a disinterested third party who has the actual data uh, and will share that with me and point me in that direction. And it actually drives the cost down. So now my premiums are coming down. So it starts with that. Our employees have right on their smartphone, an app, uh, a phone number that they can call. Uh, they're not calling into United and waiting two hours, right? Because right? that's right. what happens when you call United Healthcare. Okay. Uh, you're, you're getting somebody to pick up the phone right away. Uh, they're gonna, they're, their job is to help guide you through the whole process. Not just, okay, you want to see Dr. McNamara, but here's what you can expect from co-pays, deductibles. How about if we schedule your MRI next Friday at, at Shields for you? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, please, please. <laughs> Uh, that and, and believe Just it or not, not too early. And believe it or not, when we implement that service for you and your employees, your healthcare starts to cost less because we're giving you some guidance. Yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's pretty a pretty awesome takeaway, right? That mm-hmm. uh, that that's the way it works, or or maybe sh- or should work. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's something you might not think of. Exactly. And then we're going to snap on a pharmacy benefit management company that operates much in the same way. So, uh, you know, you, let's say your spouse shows up at CVS on a Friday night uh, because your daughter's just been prescribed a specialty medication that is finally going to solve the issue that she's been struggling with for years. Uh, okay. We're going to have somebody reach out as soon as that prescription goes through to a transparent pharmacy benefit manager. Boom, the, 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 the lights light up. And, you know, your wife got hit with a $400 copay for that specialty drug. That's what, those, that's what okay. the copays are for okay. most of these specialty yeah. drugs. Uh, but you're going to get a call on Tuesday uh, from the pharmacy benefit manager. And they're going to say, Kirk, if you guys 
stop getting filling that prescription at CVS on Friday nights once a month. Uh, mail order them from Vancouver, Canada. We're going to get you a 90-day 90, 90 supply next month uh, at a $0 copay. Does that sound good to you? Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> and, and oh, by the way, if you if if you want to do that, we're gonna we're gonna send you a check to reimburse you for the four hundred dollars that your wife spent at CVS last mm. Friday. Keep talking. Yep. So that's what a good health plan looks like. That's what a partner looks like. And why why are they doing that? Simply because they say, hey, if we can resource this specialty drug for you from through another venue, uh, it, it's going to cost mm. your plan two thousand dollars a month instead of ten thousand dollars a month. So we're happy to waive the copay. Uh, yeah, I mean, so somebody like looking out for you, uh, which is what a concept. Yeah, uh, Ted, to get back to the medical management piece just for a moment. So the presumption is that that medical management uh, team has to have a whole lot of relationships with a whole lot of different doctors and doctor organizations to be able to provide those choices. That sounds like a lot of work. Is that is that correct? Uh, no, it's 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 actually just data, Mike, and, okay. and, and it, it, we can argue data all the time, right? So if, if we were to show Dr. Reed the uh, data scale that p- has him rated as a two, he's probably not going to agree out, with two it. Two out of what? <laughs> two out of ten. Oh. <laughs> Dr. McNamara is a nine and a half. Dr. Reed's a two. <laughs> uh, yeah. we're, we're not, it's a good thing we're not recording this, Tim. I don't want this to be repeated in any fashion. <laughs> so, so, so we all know that there's going to be arguments about that data. So, you know, the, the medical management company that you uh, that we do plug in, you know, we, we, we want to make sure we vet them. Hey, wh- where are you getting this information? What is it, and what is it based on? And that's important. So, you bring up a good good point there, Mike. Okay, so there, there, you know, the point is, you need you need to have many many choices available to be competitive to be able to make that work. Is that correct? Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and we do. Okay. Um, you know, I I, okay. I I would say I like uh, uh, the, what I do like about Doctor Doctor Alara's uh, model is he's going to steer you to other primary care doctors who have agreed to accept his direct contract. Right. That's where he's okay. going to steer you. Yeah. Um, it, and, and and he's going to tell you that these are all high quality doctors. Pretty good. I I, I believe him. He's a doctor. Right? Okay. Yeah. But I I might say. You know, that's not the model that we want for McNamara Financial. I want to put you guys with uh, Nurse Deb. Nurse Deb is an ex-Army drill sergeant, and she's just all about the facts, man. She has all of the data, and she's going strictly based on that. And she's going to say, Kirk, you got to go see Dr. McNamara, and if you do, you have no deductible. That's, it's, it's, okay. it's a, both ways are pretty good. Yeah, and as long as Dr. McNamara is within 50 miles, that's okay, but it gets a little bit difficult to... I mean, I understand. I was just kind of thinking about the geography and how to make that all work, that's all. Well, that, that's a great point. These these plans work really, really well in a place like Boston because we're, we're yeah. going to be able to find good quality care for you here in Boston, it's, and you're not going to have to drive too far. And Yeah, so how, how about Florida? As another example, no, there's tons of tons of doctors in Florida. But, oh yeah. yeah, and lots of old people here too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So yeah, I don't know where yeah where we left off there, but yeah, no. So 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 a good health plan. Uh, your your folks have a partner 
they're guided for both medical care, they're guided for uh, prescriptions, uh, and, and more importantly now, you as an organization can redeploy those dollars. You have a healthier population, you can redeploy those dollars uh, for other benefits, like, like Rosen Hotels does, and they pay for the, your kids' college education. Uh, a, yeah, a big yeah. thing I've heard from a number of employers recently who say, um, you know what? We have our the, our younger population is coming in with huge college loan debt. Could we? And and they're using that to attract employees. Uh, Kirk, if you come to work for us, we're going to help you uh, pay your college loans. Well, where are you going to find those dollars? They they happen to reside in your health plan. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, um, you. Um do you use uh, like HSAs as part of your part of these plans, or I, I, I like the HSA concept. Um, here's the problem with an HSA. Uh, so, I, I, so wait, somebody define that for our listening audience, yeah, please. Yeah, I was just about to. Thanks, Mike. So yep. HSA stands for a health savings account. Uh, I have one. I like it. Um, and, and what you do with a health savings account is you take pre-tax dollars, the employer can put them in, the employee can put them in, uh, to a bank account that's your bank account. Uh, and, and as long as you use those dollars towards health-related items... You, which, you, is, which is pretty broad, it, right? It is. Right? If somebody yeah. wanted to see yeah. that, you yeah. Google... Uh, the, the, the one I like is called HSA Store. So you Google HSA store and it gives you a whole list of all the items you can purchase with your HSA money on a tax-free basis. Okay. I think it's a terrific tool. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about it from an underwriting standpoint and why the HSA, I think, is a perfect example of, of how we fooled ourselves in the United States as to how we can save money on health insurance. We thought that and, and, and I think it's a great idea, but we thought, okay, this is a great way because when you have an HSA compliant health plan, you have a high deductible plan with no first dollar coverage. You don't get, uh, you don't have a copay at the doctor's office. You don't have a copay at the doctor's office until you've met that relatively high deductible. Uh, but in exchange for that, you have this uh, pre-tax account. Mm-hmm. So who is that work for? Has it worked for the average employee yeah. who's making seventy-five thousand dollars a year? They don't. They don't. Yeah, they're they're still paying basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're still. You know, we're just shifting the the risk onto them. It might be pre-tax dollars, but they don't care about pre-tax dollars necessarily. Who who cares about that? Insurance guys, and uh, wealthier people. wealth management yeah. guys, yeah. Uh, yeah. doctors, yeah. lawyers, and, and so. Now, from an underwriting standpoint, when we first brought these HSA compliant plans into place, uh, you know, the underwriters could put a big delta on that between the premiums on those. Uh, but what's happened? The people that are in those HSA plans, yeah. they're all uh, fat old rich guys who eat up a lot of uh, eat up a lot of healthcare dollars. So they don't even save you much in premium anymore. So the HSAs have largely failed us, I think. Would you would you say that people that have HSAs uh, are less likely to go to the doctor because they don't want to they don't want to spend that money? They want to see it, you know, grow. Uh, absolutely, and again, a huge problem. Um, if 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 I have a family deductible right now i have a family deductible of five thousand dollars on an hsa compliant plan Mm -hmm. uh if if i'm not make if my income doesn't support you know me going to the doctor 
it's going to cost me 120 bucks to go to the doctor on my plan if I'm sick. Yeah. Uh, that's going to discourage a lot of people from going to the doctor. Right. And that's, that's going to create a problem. Which was, and they did that for a reason, right? Well, yeah, I yeah. Mean, the the, the really, idea yeah, was yeah. not to go to the doctor unless you really needed to. Right. But now we have people who really should be going to the doctor that aren't, and they're ending up as very large claims for right, sure. Right. If you're a hypochondriac like me, yeah, I always the, want to go to the doctor. The point is that the employee is still paying. It's just a little bit more efficient to do so, basically. And it didn't do anything to, to, to drop the costs in the industry. You got it exactly, Mike. All right. So yeah, the, 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 the perfect the perfect benefits plan for a company, that's what it looks like. Uh, but again, it, it's the, the perfect strategy to get there is not to uh, you know call Dixon Associates now for your April 1st renewal. Uh, or, or even your July 1st renewal. Call, call us now to start talking about your January 1 renewal or let's start, let's start using technology. Let's get, let's get together and talk about the April 1st renewal and leverage some technology so we can actually see uh, where the skeletons lie in your health plan and so we can deploy these strategies efficiently on April 1st of 2023. Yeah, I mean, this is this is all this is all new to me, but I I do find it interesting, and um, you know, I, certainly it's just it seems it sounds you may I mean the way you present it, it sounds like it works, and it sounds like it should work for a lot of a lot of you know individuals and, and, and businesses. Uh, Ted, Ted, we have uh, probably a, a number of small and medium-sized business owners hopefully listening to us this morning. Uh, could you take three or four or five minutes and, and uh, talk to them? Uh, you're sitting in their office for the first time. They're curious. Uh, you know, How would you frame a discussion with those folks, uh, short and sweet, so that maybe some people could start thinking about that? So the first thing I... Uh, ask a business owner like exactly what you're talking about, Mike. Is um, you know, do do we see the world the same way? Uh, sometimes we don't. Uh, uh, do you think the current your current model is sustainable? Um, and most people say no. <laughs> but but then we talk about you know I, I blow their mind for. 12 and a half minutes with some of these concepts and they go, whoa, 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 whoa. This is, this is crazy talk. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and cause it's a lot. Yeah. Right. And so then we say, okay, well let's, let's monetize our sanity for a year or so. Right. Okay. We're going to, we're going to stay with blue cross for the next year, at least two years. Maybe, maybe, maybe we stay with them for five years mm-hmm. because the intelligence that we get, the data that we get, uh, leveraging information technology, which we can do, uh, Let's build a let's build a monthly quarterly report on what your actual claims are with Blue Cross, okay, and and use those to inform us. Um, but for for example, I did this with a, a group of about a hundred lives in in September of last year. Uh, they were getting a twenty four percent increase from Blue Cross Blue Shield because Blue Cross Blue Shield said, "Well, your claims are high." Uh, so, you know, you sent us a million dollars last year, but you cost us 1.2. That's why uh, we're going to give you this 24% increase and take it or leave. I have a hard time be- believing that they're losing money. Well, you know, when you... They don't want to lo- lose profits, Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, different. Well, yeah, no, okay. on, the, on this particular case, Blue Cross was losing money. All right. But you know who was making money? Express Scripts. 
their pharmacy benefit manager. Okay. Because when we looked at the actual claims, we used artificial intelligence to figure out, okay, really? where are the actual claims coming from? Yeah. We discovered that this is, by and large, a, a, a healthier group. Uh, the, most of these claims are coming from specialty medications. So how about okay. if we put you with an independent administrator still using a well-recognized network. We didn't, we didn't do a, a real radical change with this group. We simply said to the underwriters, we said, we're going to put them with an independent administrator, uh, but we're going to use a fiduciary pharmacy benefit manager. All we're going to do is reverse the equation on those specialty drugs and put the money back into the plan rather than into Express Scripts. So, so are they still, but they're still using Blue Cross? They're is not they, using Blue Cross. They're, they're, they're using Harvard Pilgrim's network. Okay. okay. Harvard Pilgrim. Okay. But they're doing it on a, a, a partially self-funded model. But, and, and this is important for people to know, we talk about, full, we talked a little bit about fully insured and how you're really self-insured mm -hmm. when you're fully insured. You're paying for your claims. Right. With this group, we put them on a self-insured model, but we created what we call a maximum cost. So we said, okay, we know, we know what your fixed costs are going to be. We know what we expect your claims to be, but things don't always happen the way we expect them to. So the underwriters were able to give us, this is what we'll give them as a maximum cost. So you, sp you spent a million dollars with Blue Cross last year. We were able to give them a maximum cost. In other words, they're going to fund that self-funded account just like they were sending their premium dollars to Blue Cross Blue Shield. They just take that maximum number, divide it by 12, and break it down even further into an individual rate and a family rate, right? They send that monthly check in to the administrator every month. And they know at the end of the year, even if things go horribly wrong, not what we expected, that's on the insurance company, not on them. So it looks and feels just like what they had with Blue Cross. But because... That's, it. that's interesting, Ted. I was yeah. just going to ask you, as an employer, do we have to put some money in the bank beforehand to cover any shortfalls in the first year or two? But that's basically your answer, correct? That's right. And, and what we've yeah. created in the world, Mike, and this is why it now works for small groups, like what you said before, you know, the larger yep. groups have the advantage to do this. Well, we can do this with small groups now with what we call a monthly accommodation. Think of it as a, uh, uh, a check protection, a, a bounce check protection, okay, yep. right? So I'm yep. talking about this group. Okay, you're going to send us, you're going to take that maximum number and divide it by 12. Well, what happens, Ted, if in January we have a really large claim that comes through? Do we have to, do we have to front the money and wait for the insurance company to reimburse us? That doesn't work for a small business, right. okay? Yeah. So no, now the contracts are written, so it's, it's you know, overdraft protection is the best way to put it. So yeah, right. the employer feels safe. And what happens on the other side of that? There's actually money left in the till at the end of the first year. Does it get redistributed with lower premiums or does it just kind of stay there as a safety measure? It's, it's your money. It's your bank account. You could call the administrator and say, send me a check. You know, there's, there, okay, we, we, we funded this account to, in this employer's case, this was, this was the great part of the story, right? Uh, in, in this employer's case, we created a maximum cost of $950,000. So instead of their million dollars of premium going up to 1.24, they're at 950. And we had three different underwriters give us guarantees. Three, we, we put them out to market with the fact that, hey, we're going to take this... Here, here are the claims with this group. Here are all the specialty meds that they're taking. Uh, we're just going to reverse that equation. Um, and and so so instead of that employer saying to their employees, hey, 
your deductibles and co-pays are going up and what we're taking out of your paycheck is going up by 24%. They were able to go to their employees on January 1st and say, we're reducing your cost by 10%. Kirk, yeah, it suspiciously sounds like magic what you're talking about, but it's basically some compensation. It's some rearranging. It's like too good to be be true, but... (laughs) But that's because you're just kind of conditioned to, to think of, you know, to just go with the flow and, you know. It's, it's, yeah. it's just mindset. Yeah. So here's one, one more, and I know we're running short on yeah. time. But this, minutes, this is a, three this minutes, is a really, really important thing that I just remembered that we also do. So one of the things that scares people about these kind of plans is, well, are all my employees going to be able to see their doctors, right? Yeah. When, when we truly do this. Uh, really bring you to a next generation style plan. You have your employees have what we call open access. So we have an example in in one of our cases uh, that one of my my colleagues wrote uh, a while back. Uh, there was a woman whose daughter was seeing a mental health therapist. Okay, uh, that mental health therapist did not accept any insurance. She just didn't want to deal with it. Okay. Didn't want to deal with the paperwork, yep. didn't like the reimbursement rates. Sure. So this woman was bringing her teenage daughter there once a month and coming out of pocket $300 every month. That was on an HMO. They switched them to a PPO. So now the the, the, the therapist still doesn't accept insurance, but the, the woman was getting reimbursed 50%. So she would give the therapist 300 bucks uh, and get and file all kinds of paperwork, you know, chase that mm-hmm. insurance company down for the $150 reimbursement. Well, when we took them to an open access plan, we reached out, you know, not me personally, but the administrator reached out to the therapist and said, hey, when Sally brings her daughter in, we're going to wire you $275 four days after she comes. Does that work for you? Yes, sir. Therapist said, yep. So now we go back to that employee and say, hey, this therapist is now in network for your plan and you have a $25 copay. Well, guess what happened? She started bringing her daughter to the therapist four times a month, every week. And you would think, oh, geez, well, that just hit the plan. They thought they were going to be paying 275. Now they're paying 275 times four. Yeah. But what happened? We avoided a hospitalization because the, the, that girl actually got the therapy that she needed four times a month instead of once a month. Yeah. And mom's coming out of pocket yeah. 25 bucks instead yeah. of 300. Yeah. yeah. Part yeah. of this is just kind of flattening out all the bureaucracy too, right? It, it just more direct, uh, less moving pieces in between you and what you need. It's the perfect example of it, isn't it, Mike? So, yep. yeah, that's a great example, uh, Ted. Um, so we've only got about a minute left. Uh, so why, why don't you just give out your, you know, information one more time, you know, phone number. Um. Yeah, sure. So Dixon Associates, you can obviously Google us. Uh, come see us in Duxbury or uh, text one 855 Just te- text Dixon, D-I-X-O-N, and we'll, we'll reach out to you start the conversation. All right. Thanks, Ted. Uh, Thanks, Mike. Uh, This is Kirk Reed from McNamara Financial. Uh, We are signing off. Thank you.